0: You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show.
1: Hour number two of The uh, Rob Carson Show. At the bottom of the hour, we're going to talk to MAGA Hulk. Haven't talked to MAGA Hulk in a while. I want to ask him about, uh, uh, first of all, affirmative action being thrown out as far as college admissions is concerned. You're just doing it because he's black. Well, you know, I mean, honestly, well, yeah, I want to ask him. Because, uh, you know, now you have to earn your way into college. You can't just say, oh, I'm this color, I'm that color, blah, blah, blah. you got to actually show an LSAT score. you got to show a GPA. you got to show uh, achievement. How about that? I think it's going to be good for everybody. Honestly, be excellent. Just got to be excellent. Some people are not happy about the Supreme Court ruling like Al Sharpton, by the way. Here he is. Or it could be Jim Gossett talking about uh, no more affirmative action to get in college. The Supreme Court ruled in their latest case. Uh-huh. Oh.
2: Colleges cannot use race oh. determination on race information. They say that it's a case of discrimination. Discrimination, in reverse, in reverse It's a woke philosophy, and the court just struck it down Me and Jesse don't know what to do I love Schoolhouse Rock Why would the Supreme Court rule, oh, Uh-oh. that you must learn your way into school? Their explanation causes me consternation Cause Jesse is a fan of discrimination discrimination <laughs> we abused it how we used it set up quota systems instead of grace to get in school donald Trump just got another win yeah. yeah yeah thanks trump thanks for nothing
1: there you go <laughs> <laughs> i don't know you ever talked to you ever you ever just watch al sharpton on television yeah yeah you, you think he got that job because he's great on television and he's really smart We'll just watch his show. I'll let you make up your mind. But honestly, wow, derp, derp, derp. Seriously. Oh, by the way, if you would like to, uh, if you would like to uh, uh, hire Jim Gossett, Jim Gossett does all of our songs. He just did the Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton. There. Here's a number. All right. If you got Christmas party coming up, you got a, a gathering, or or maybe bar mitzvah. Hell, I don't care. He he does the political stuff and non political stuff. Here is his uh, phone to book Jim Gossett six seven eight 829-SHOW. 678-829-SHOW. He does a great show. And he can lean into politics. He can lean away from politics or whatever. But, uh, you know, it's hard It's hard to make a living as a, uh, uh, a conservative media type. I'm just telling you. Particularly as a comedian. Look at it. You could name all the famous uh, comedians and actors in Hollywood right now. Go. You can count them on one hand, can't you? Clint Eastwood. Uh, Bruce Willis. Uh uh what uh, uh, conservative comedians anybody <laughs> honestly right 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 so anyway um three quarters of america believe uh that uh, the 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 country's in an economic and cultural decline this is good news not because it's happening but because people recognize it and they don't like it time to fight time to fight of voters believe America's state of cultural and economic decline because it is. And by the way, it's not organic. It's by design. It's meant to to divide us. It's meant to divide us. 21% of voters believe America is not because they're clueless. 5.9% are uh, not sure because, you know, they're morons. Uh, 57% of Democrats believe we're in a state of cultural and economic decline. 71% of independents, 91% of Republicans. We can come together to save America. I know we can. And as far as the radical left, screw them. They tried to take over the country. This Maoist takeover, all of this stuff that people are rejecting, that's because of those morons. And we need to, uh, if they did, you know, if they pursued illegality, they need to go to jail. And otherwise, just shout in their their faces, no, when they spew nonsense at you. Like, men can become women. Oh, shut up. Honestly, really? You know what? You do you. I'm going to do me. But honestly, I'm not going to entertain a conversation with your absurdity. 80% of voters believe Americans are best equipped to reverse the state of the culture and economic decline. So 80% of voters believe that we're the solution. 21% believe elected officials are best equipped, which shows that we don't uh, have a lot of faith in our government. 72% of Democrat voters believe that we are best equipped. 80% of Republican, 87% of independents believe, because they're independent. They're independent. There you go. All right. Oh, 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 and a little, a little polling data, if you will. Uh, former President Donald Trump edging out Joe Biden in the swing state of Pennsylvania, and he is also solidly leading the Republican primary field with twenty-four points in Pennsylvania. So there you go. So uh, yeah, Trump is still way ahead of uh, DeSantis, and in this poll in Pennsylvania, which I believe he won and was stolen. Uh, Donald Trump is in the lead. Let's go to uh, Sean in Live Oak, California. Hello there, Sean. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today?
3: Well, greetings from West Tardia.
1: West Tardia, It's lovely. Go ahead.
3: (laughs) Well, the thing is, when we had this incident with this submersible, the U.S. Navy recorded on its uh, passive sonar an implosion that occurred at the precise time that they lost contact with the submersible but that information was never brought up and the news cycle was promoting this so we lose attention to what was happening with hunter biden
1: that's what I've heard, Sean, and it wouldn't surprise oh, yeah. me at all, to be quite honest, because what dominated the news cycle, the the, uh, the hope being held out for the people on board of that submarine. But if anybody heard an implosion, they knew exactly what was going on. James Cameron said that the other day. He said, well, duh, everybody knew it. And by the way, have you heard, they, they, they said they found some remains, uh, also some intact portions of the sub, which to me says it imploded a lot lot. lot uh, a lot faster than it would have at 12,500 feet because there wouldn't have been anything left.
3: Well, there's probably, I've heard there's a debris field, which means there's little little pieces of the sub, not big
1: pieces. No, there's a big piece of the sub. The nose cone was down there on another side, which says to me that it imploded a lot earlier. But, you know, this will, this will be found out. I do appreciate the thoughts there. Sean got to go. Let's go to Randall in Pacific Grove, another California
4: right here. What's up? California copious Californicatus. Yeah, we have we have a we have a license plate that we have on the back of our cars. It's called "Don't organize us."
1: Organize.
4: All right. Now, I called uh, not just maybe I can mention something about Chancellor Palpatine, the Sith Lord in the White House, losing it the other day, which is kind of Palpatine. funny. But uh, I wanted to also mention about. Um, the pizza thing, but I'll save that for the end because I want to talk about how the lefties are always able to duck and cover after they light a fire. They can always duck and cover. They We're not aware of what they're doing. We're the ones that get hurt, but they're always safe because they know exactly where to duck, whether it's their lawyers or their colleagues or their alumni or whatever. Now, um, one of the problems Is that when you got the leftists doing stuff like this, it's similar to having like a hive of killer bees, right? And some prankster knows it's there, so they just wait till some innocent person comes by to have a picnic and has no idea what's going on. They throw a rock, they have plenty of time to run away. They create catastrophic conditions in this country and eventually the world, and they're always able to get out in time and get away leaving everybody else to get hurt
1: that's a great analogy they they light fires then they step back and wait them to catch fire and everybody else be stuck in them that's what the that's what they do I, I told you this i said they 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 jump in they say that america is suddenly racist and intolerant and white supremacy is on the way then when you speak up and say no it's not they say you're a racist right so I, they I they, they, start, fires. they to- start fires they start fires
4: yeah, I use the killer bee analogy too. They could throw a rocket of a killer beehive, get away, and the person who gets okay. done in has no idea what's going to happen. Right? Exactly. That's, exactly. Right. that's us. That's us. Okay. Now the pizza thing. The yes. pizzas. Okay. I was in New York. I had New York pizza. There's nothing better in the world. Uh, I checked out on the uh, on the web real fast about Montague pizza ovens. Now they are a hearth oven, hearth gas oven. Um, they're supposed to be the number one pizza oven company in the whole world. Uh, I don't know if they do the coal, though. I could not find the coal part. But let me tell you, though, I like what that guy said. You come in for my pizza, then I'm going to break your neck.
1: <laughs> oh, damn right, bro. Right? Uh, I'm going to tell you, do not mess with New York pizza. And honestly, pizza, you busy-bodied jerkweeds. Uh... It's the Eucharist. It's the Eucharist, man. <laughs> Pretty damn close. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks, man. You know what? Here's the deal busy bodies little busy body Little, uh, the government bureaucrats, they get bored with their miserable, wretched lives, and they decide to, because they see somebody happy, or they see people enjoying stuff. I like to use the analogy of Gladys Kravitz. I know but this won't, this will be uh, on deaf ears with many millennials. There's a TV show, Bewitched, and the next door neighbor, busybody, nosy neighbor, was Gladys Kravitz, right? And she was always having her nose in everything, in everybody's business. But Gladys Kravitz, at least, She was, you know, she noticed weird stuff like Darren Stevens suddenly getting, uh, you know, the ears of a donkey. And, And then all of a sudden, like Dr. Bombay suddenly appearing in the living room. She had a reason. But these busybody bureaucrats, they get involved in everything. They get involved in everybody's business. They want to make things more difficult for you. They exist for regulation, so they create regulation. Going after coal fire and wood fire stoves cooking pizza in New York City is idiotic. It is not even a fart in the wind, it makes no difference whatsoever. In the grand scheme of things, and that they would go after pizza is so profoundly stupid. Out of all of the the century of pizza making in New York, suddenly it's causing whatever. Shut up. We're done with this nonsense. Same way it goes. These idiotic EVs. If you got an EV, God bless you. You know what you are. You are a commuter. Congratulations. But if you have a drywall business and you want to try hauling anything in the back of that electric F one fifty, you're hosed. You work on a farm, you think an electric pickup truck's going to get you to, from here to there when you're running from the field back to the house, back to the field, back to the house? To, to what? Are you kidding me? It's just stupid, and I refuse to accept you're stupid. I've been inoculated. Thank you. And by the way, this this I believe that this show should actually be considered an inoculation to the stupid. I really do. I really, really do. So I want to move into... Uh, Joe Biden's uh, malfeasance, all of the money he got from China. I got to tell you, this is this, by the way, is hubris. All right. Hubris is when you have an unfounded sense of uh, ego, uh, a sense of invincibility, uh, a sense that no one will ever find the truth. We all know that Joe Biden has been bought and paid for by the Chinese Communist Party. It's very obvious and of course the evidence is showing and will show and ultimately that will be with him the rest of his life, who knows how long that will be. But here he is literally yesterday talking about his close relationship with Chinese leader, Xi Jinping. And by the way, going back to 2013 when he was VP, where he started getting money from China.
3: I've long said, and I mean this, I was on the tibetan plateau with xi jinping i traveled 17,000 miles with him i've spoken with him more than any other head of state because it started when i was vice president and president who was the president president who third base and he was the vice president we knew he was going to be successful it was inappropriate for barack to spend that time with him but i i spent a lot of time with him i met alone with him just he and i and a simultaneous interpreter 68 times, 68 hours, 68 times, more than 68 hours. By the way, I turned in all my notes.
1: Yeah, sure show you that. You kept them in your garage in, uh, in Rehoboth. All right, so coming up, uh, lots of audio from Jim Comer, uh, from uh, Ron Johnson, among others, some startling revelations about the abject corruption of the Biden family and the DOJ on the other side of this break. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show.
0: Real Heroes. Real conflict. Real threats. Real heart. Now there's a place America gets its news. No agenda. Just the facts. Newsmax. Real news for real people. The left has been trying to get you to hate America for 50 years. And we're fighting it and we're fighting it hard. Guess what? It ain't working. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: Fourth of July weekend already. Can you believe this? My goodness. (sighs) I'm going to do a little cooking this weekend. Make sure to follow me on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Getter. Where the hell else am I? I'm all over the place. I usually post uh, little videos, uh, cooking videos, If you barbecue. I I happen to be, uh, uh, I am an aficionado uh, at uh, barbecue and cooking in general, by the way. Uh, I got about 100 cooking videos on the web. Maybe I'll post those to social media. But uh, I got some tried and true recipes. I'm always, always, always experimenting in the kitchen. And uh, so, yeah, check out, just go to Rob Carson's show. It's Twitter, Gatter, Truth. Uh, I don't bother with YouTube. Screw YouTube. Screw Tube. uh, Facebook. You know, I just, I don't, I dabble. Because I've been restricted so badly, my freedom of speech. So, Joe Biden has made six policy decisions as a result of the foreign bribery payments involved uh, business deals with son Hunter Biden. Jim Comer said four of those decisions were made when Biden was president and that he cannot find a reason for the decisions except for bribery. You ever wonder about all that, uh, you know, uh, deciding to make us energy dependent so we have to go to China for electric uh, vehicles, batteries, all the precious metals over there, uh, solar panels, all of that comes from China, windmill components, all of that from China. Yeah, you think that was a part of the deal? Oh, hell yeah, it was. Duh. Here's, here's the number one policy uh, uh, change that the Biden administration made because uh, Joe Biden was in bed with Xi Jinping and the Chinese Communist Chinese Party covering up COVID. How about that? Not holding them responsible for what they did to us and our kids and our businesses. Here is Jim Comer about uh, policy
0: for payoffs. It shows that this president's compromise. That's why we're investigating Joe Biden. We believe there's a reason that his family received millions and millions of dollars from our adversaries including China. We believe that he's compromised and we believe that answers some of the questions as to why he has energy policy that puts America last and China first. This family's taken too much money from too many of our adversaries around the world for Joe Biden not to have to repay them in the form of bad policy.
1: Now, think about this. Five years of investigation by the IRS into uh, Hunter Biden. We now know that he had uh, chat GPT messages. They've got uh, uh, these uh, bank records that show suspicious activity. Millions of dollars coming from our enemies into these bank accounts. Five years it takes to get to this point. Nothing happening. And then the week that we find out that Hunter Biden's given a plea deal... We also find out that everybody on the uh, case, including this, uh, this uh, uh, whistleblower named Shapley, they were all removed from the case
5: when the plea deal came out. Biden is quite obviously corrupt and was manipulating his son to help him pull millions of dollars. This is Rob Schmidt on Newsmax. ...out of various foreign entities and adversarial countries like China, and then apparently laundering millions to nine different Biden family members and cheating the IRS out of at least $2.2 million in revenue. Yeah. Gary Shapley was clearly aware he was hot on the trail of the biggest political scandal in American history before the White House directed Garland to remove Shapley and his entire team from the case. wow! Well, the White House asked that
1: the DOJ remove them from the case. Uh, impeach, impeach, impeach.
5: But last night, Shapley indicated that the obstruction of his investigation by partisan actors at the Department of Justice was actually happening even while Bill Barr was the United States Attorney General.
6: Before President Biden took office, he was directed to avoid leads involving Hunter's father. Huh. There are certain
7: investigative steps that we weren't allowed to take that could have led us to President Biden.
1: So Bill Barr, the, uh, wow, Bill Barr. You know what, Bill Barr? To hell with Bill Barr. Bill Barr was involved, too. Bill Barr knew that Hunter Biden's laptop was not Russian disinformation also, and he could have said something before the Durham report just came out. He's as
5: crooked as everybody else. So the most notable claim from Shapley revolves around the text message Hunter sent to Chinese Communist Henry Zhao, saying he's with his father and they wanted their money. Nine days later, they got paid $5 million from China. Imagine that. Laundered through various accounts, eventually ending up in a Biden LLC. Huh. Shapley wanted to determine whether Joe Biden was, in fact, home on July 30th, 2017. Yeah, I wanted to find out. When Hunter out. sent that text message. And? From his testimony to Congress, when agents saw this in late August, September of 2020, we went to the prosecutors. We said, we got to ask questions about this. We got to figure this out. We got to, like, what's going on with this? And the response was no. No, we're not going to do it.
1: Yeah, if I were uh, Bill Barr, if I were Merrick Garland, if I were Christopher Ray, I'd go start collecting moving boxes because you ain't gonna be in office much longer, and uh, you might want to make in uh, arrangements for uh, the possibility of imprisonment. That's what I would like to see. More on this, including the whistleblower Gary Shapley, and Mega Hulk joins us next. Don't make me angry. It's a Rob Carson show.
0: snowflakes and candy aisle kids crazier every day. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: Coming up, we're going to be talking to uh, Stephen Davis, a.k.a. MAGA Hulk. Uh, became very popular in the uh, the last presidential campaign. Uh, big Trump fan. We'll get to him in a second. I, I'll be interested to hear what he has to say about this Supreme Court decision that says no more uh, affirmative action to get into colleges. And I, and I, I find it interesting because uh, weren't it the Democrats? It was the Democrats who stood in schoolhouse doors in the 1960s to keep blacks from going to school. So once that they were defeated, trying to keep black students from integrating, what they did was they proceeded to turn black schools into crap, right? Baltimore, anybody? Chicago, anybody? East St. Louis, anybody? St. Louis proper, anybody? Gary, Indiana, anybody? Any place that is largely black population, tell me where the good schools are. Oh, yeah, kind of interesting, right? Yeah, get out of the way of the schoolhouse doors. Okay, let them in. We'll just turn them into crap. So, well, we'll get to that in a second. I do want to mention, I've got this uh, secret war on cash from Swiss America. And uh, my wife and I have been debating uh, investing some money in precious metals because, you know, things are nuts now, all right? I mean, two years ago, we didn't have toilet paper and no meat in the uh, display. We had three major banks collapse this year. We know that uh, there are some people who want to who digitize the currency. It's happening, guys. So it's probably a good idea to diversify, have something in hand, like gold, precious metals. And so they've got an A-plus business rating from the Better Business Bureau. Swiss America will educate you on protecting your assets, so I would suggest you get a pen and write down the number. And call them. And when you do, just say, hey, they're expecting your call, by the way. They're expecting your call from my listeners. Just say, hey, Rob Carson told me to call. I want to get this secret warrant cash pamphlet and and check it out. So all you got to do is call this number. It's 800-289-2646. 800-289-2646. Call them. Mention my name, Rob Carson. You can text them, same thing, get this all-out war on cash, digital, this, this pamphlet. You're going to learn a lot about it. And just mention Rob Carson. When you call or text 800-289-2646, you'll get this pamphlet. We're going to take my 401k that I made, uh, I accrued during my time as a car salesman. So three years, we're converting that just to have it because it will be worth more when we retire. I, I, have a, I know this because gold always has value. And, and then also, just to have, it's important. So, 800-289-2646, or you can go to SwissAmerica.com slash Carson, SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. Remember that message and data rates apply, all right? There you go. So, Stephen Davis, Mega Hulk on the news line. What have you been up to, sir? Oh,
8: no. I, I, you know, I, I've been just being busy, staying busy, going across campuses, Trying to empower these kids, trying to speak life into them, uh, being on social media, trying to wake people up. Goodness gracious, it's a full time job.
1: Yeah, I know. Now, I want to ask you particularly uh, the uh, Supreme Court decision eliminating affirmative action from university admissions. I, I just want your thoughts on it because you know, obviously I'm not a person of color, but this has been uh, used uh, with regard to people of, of color. What do you What do you think about the decision, uh, uh, Maga Hulk?
8: Uh, Honestly, it's about time. It's honestly about time. This is the type of situation that's very denigrating for the black community. It's something that I looked at, you know, from the advent of this, you know, and, and the perpetuation of this. It's like, this is not a boom for the black community. This is holding us down and hampering us. And especially when it comes to mentally, if we're sitting here thinking that the only way we get ahead is if we get a hand up, that lets us know that we are inferior and that everyone else is superior. And that is denigrating to the mindset and the psyche of the black community, which further ensconces us in victimology and and the idea of oppression. We're oppressing ourselves and we're letting the government oppress us to think that they're going to help us. And they're the only people that can help us. Instead of us helping ourselves and just raising the bar, instead of uh, raising our abilities, right, we want the bar lowered. And it's unbelievable. And it's both, only the bar lowered just for us, right? Steve, and that's uh, absolutely denigrated. I can't believe that people actually tell for this.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, and could you mind if I just call you Steven? Is that cool or would you rather be called MagaHulk? Oh, you can call me Steven. By all means. All right, Steven. Because, you know, I, I, you know MAGA Hulk is, is your character, uh, but Steven Davis is the man. I, I respect both, by the way. But think about it. My, my buddy Chris Plant does a nationally syndicated radio show, and he talks about the soft bigotry of low expectations. <laughs> and, and listen this. This is, Steven, this this is uh, not only, it's it's white people stepping in and saying, you know, these poor black people are too stupid to do anything on their own, so let's do it. They're the same people who said George Floyd's death should result in getting Rid of, of uh, mrs butterworth and uncle ben yeah. it's that kind of idiocy it's that kind of idiot and it's bigotry at its worst and it do- it sets up black kids for failure because you get into harvard and you got a 3.2 versus a
8: 4.6 how well is that going to do for you in college it, not at all. It's not going to yeah. do well for us at all, and that's what you saw within these college campuses, especially the higher, uh, uh, you know, more prestigious colleges. There's a, a large dropout rate within the black community because yes. we weren't prepared, unfortunately, due to our SAT scores and and uh, whatever have you in our GPA. And as a result, we're automatically given preference. We're given preferential treatment, even though we don't. In, in, in the in the broadest possible term, we don't belong there. Because we're not qualified to be there, right? It Has nothing to do with the color of skin, and everything to do with meritocracy and, and our qualifications. And we are not qualified to be in such in such arenas. Now, if we uh, if we would up our game, then we would be able to be qualified to be able to thrive in such conditions. But unfortunately, a large percentage of the population that gets into these prestigious colleges, they do. Terribly. And then they drop out and then they want to claim systemic racism and, 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 and you know, further perpetuate the idea of victimology and, and
1: oppression. Don't you suppose it, it also uh, puts a mark on graduates of universities that uh, they don't want to hire somebody who they perceive as being less qualified or could be they could be the target of potential uh, a lawsuit because anything they do wrong will be claimed some sort of an ism, some form sort of an obia will ultimately the employer will go, I don't want to hire a uh, somebody who uses his and her pronouns. I don't want to hire someone who, uh, you know, whatever don't you suppose that really impacts people who are hiring uh and also the people who would be hired
8: yeah and i guess that people don't typically understand those unintended effects that typically happen that comes along with this type of uh foolishness being promoted yes of course when when, if if i'm going to be hired somewhere right first of all i want to be hired based on my ability right based on my merit i can compete with anybody in my field because of my merit right not because of the color of my skin i want people thinking about me based on who i am constantly character like martin luther king said instead of color of skin but when you get into these job uh the, the workforce and people are looking at you like oh you probably only got here because of the color of your skin, or I got to behave and move around you in such a way because of the color of your skin, because I don't want to get fired because I don't want HR coming down on me. I don't want all these, you know, I don't want to be canceled. I don't want cancel culture coming after our company. So I have to hire this black man who's unqualified, right? Instead of just hiring. If there's a black man who's qualified by all means, hire him. Yes, indeed. But if, if there are people who are not qualified, they shouldn't have to be forced or uh, uh, the the company should not have to be forced to hire this individual. Now, Stephen Davis, go
1: ahead, finish.
8: No, no, I'll just say it it, it really just gets down to meritocracy, and I wish we could get back to that. It looks like the Supreme Court is doing that. Let me
1: ask you this, Stephen. You're going in for a heart procedure, and you're going to have to have open-heart surgery. You may have a stent put in or something like that. Would you look at a menu, menu of doctors and say over here on the uh, black doctor, here's a black doctor who had a 3.0 GPA in medical school, or here's an Indian doctor who had a 4.65? Uh, do you suppose that the color of the skin makes a difference, Stephen, or do you just want the person who's best at doing it the best of the best?
8: Not a dime of difference. <laughs> I, I, it's funny because I use that same uh, uh, analogy that if yeah. I get shot, right? If I get shot. I want to make sure I have someone who's competent, who's able to perform the procedure. I do not care about the color of skin. I want to make sure that he patches this hole. He saves my life. I don't (laughs) care if he's a green alien. I just want to make sure he is competent to be able to do the job. And that's why, again, it gets back to meritocracy. I don't care about the color of skin. I want to make sure he is able and capable of being able to do the job and, uh, that he's appointed to do that's why it's about meritocracy that's why they, when it comes to hiring it should be colorblind not based on affirmative action and not based on diversity equity inclusion which is the uh, you know it's, it's obviously affirmative action was a precursor to diversity equity inclusion as we can now see and i'm glad that the uh, scope has uh, struck this down i do too you know and
1: you know Stephen, i've said is you know how about focusing on what came before college how about focusing on uh, bad colleges in inner cities like in Baltimore where 23 schools, there are no kids graduating the, with, uh, with at grade level with math or reading? Well, how about that? How about fixing it there? Because you can't fix it at the university level. All you're going to do is you're going to let them in and they're going to fail. It, it, it's really, really ridiculous. Let me ask you, uh, moving on to other things. Uh, Joe Biden right now, all of these, uh, the, the evidence of malfeasance, criminality, bribery, etc., influence selling by the Bidens over the years. Uh, what, let me give you your gut on this because I say, and Tucker Carlson and a few others have I called this two years ago. I didn't think Joe Biden is going to make it through his presidency, let alone be the candidate. What are your thoughts right now, top of your head about, about what's going to happen uh, and what may be a possible scenario. Have you been thinking about this?
8: Yeah, it's, it's kind of sad because I, um, I don't want to say I've become a negative Nancy, but I'm just looking at the powers that be and those who have the power are insulating Joe Biden at this particular time. Anything that he does, anything his son does, seems to be overlooked, um, any type of uh, malfeasance seems to be, they look the other way uh, or, or they try to downplay it. I saw The View talking about, oh, when it comes to Joe Biden uh, and, and Hunter Biden's criminality, it's just his, uh, it's a beautiful story of, of one father's love. Yeah, <laughs> oh, sure. Unbelievable, because if this was Donald Trump and, and Donald Trump Jr., you better believe yeah. there'll be a whole different narrative. So I think that at this point in time, the justice uh, justice is not blind. Uh, Justice's eyes is wide open because it's being controlled and, and held hostage by uh, uh, the Democrat Party.
1: I think uh, I think the uh, bud is off the rose on that. I think we're in a into a uh, we're going to have a major shakeup, uh, and, vi- and it'll be a, it'll be a constitutional crisis. It won't mean that you know war and famine and pestilence, but there will be a constitutional crisis with regard to this president uh, and uh, removing him from office somehow. Uh, and I do believe it's going to happen before twenty twenty four. You're also a fitness dude. Uh, we've talked a little bit about this. I've been working out since I was twelve. Uh, I kind of let myself go the last few years. I got rid of processed food about two weeks ago. I, I literally, Steve, I lost 13 pounds in 14 days because you just get rid of the frozen pizza at night. Boom! Just melt it off. But I'm, you know, I'm hitting it all that. I see Robert Kennedy Jr., 70 years old the other day without his shirt on.
8: How's he doing that? How's he, how is he doing that, do you suppose? Um, that's right. That right there is consistency. That right there is discipline. I applaud him. I I saw that picture of him, and I think the whole internet was a buzz because he is looking fantastic, especially at his age. People at his age don't usually look like that. The I know. The that he's been consistent. He's he's working hard. Well, you know what? We've got to convince
1: convinced ourselves that we have to age, and guys have to end up like like fat dopey morons. Uh, and we don't. You you've got to stay physically active your entire life. I, you know, I started working out on a bench press with a with a cassette recorder and a hanging light bulb solo in the basement of our house, and I, and I've done that ever since. And you know what? You can slow the aging process dramatically by just getting your ass to the the gym doing a little resistance training and by the way the woman in your life is gonna love it maga hulk you must admit it the muscles the arms the chest you're a chick magnet because of that come on <laughs> <laughs> sure it is sure it is now I might tell you you would be real you would be real tough for you to transition Steven I I think you better stay where you are <laughs> because uh, you know you'd be a really ugly back, woman i gotta tell you'd be an ugly woman. you'd be a big ugly woman i just you know <laughs> oh you better but, believe my word. i would make one hideous woman nice oh absolutely. my god in heaven it's like here's my date steven how you doing no steven but but no seriously the the importance of you've got to have the the, the uh the, the 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 physical the mental and the spiritual self and if you do not have those pillars one collapses everything collapses. i know because all three of mine fell down a few years ago and they're back but i think i think i I don't respect his rfk's position on gun control on the climate and all that he is saying some good stuff you know freedom loving founding i love america stuff but i do give him props for leading the way and and showing as an example for men who age that we don't have to end up looking like fat turds
8: I I think that you hit the nail on the head on that. Right. I mean I don't I don't agree with this positioning on a lot of different things, but yeah. at least you showcasing by example of how men should are supposed to look, especially as they get in their uh latter ages in, in, in life.
1: Where do you buy your clothes? I mean honestly, where do you get a T shirt Because I just went from a double X to an X in about a month. Mm-hmm. What about mm-hmm. you? You got twenty six inch biceps. Where do you buy your T shirts like at a tent and awning place or where do you go? <laughs>
8: <laughs> I mean, usually I have to either go online or I go to Berlin to Coke Factory because they have a, you know, like a big there you tall go. section. Anything there you with go. the biggest, tall section, I'm rocking.
3: <laughs> all right,
1: all right. Hey, man, it was really good to catch up with you again. I hope you're doing well, and I hope we run into each other. And maybe maybe someday we'll stay uh, we'll share a stage. We'll see. I'm fine
8: with that. I'm fine with that. I'll that be a blessing.
1: All right, brother. Have a, have a great weekend. God bless you, and God bless America this 4th of July.
8: God bless you as well. You take care.
1: All right, let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show.
0: His first grade teacher said he talked out of turn. Worse after he's missed a day. Well, things haven't changed. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: Little Jimmy. Jimmy. Love me some Jimmy. Crosstown traffic is so good. Not just because of his guitar, his drums, his ridiculous percussion was amazing. So, uh, okay, um, it looks like Jim Comer's saying that the Biden family could have gotten about $40 million altogether from uh, our enemies selling influence. It's becoming very, very obvious. And uh, Ron Johnson, the senator, knew this in 2020, but he was gaslit. He was made fun of. He was maligned by the media, et cetera. Well, he was talking to Buck and Clay, and here's what he had to say about that.
9: Wisconsin's Republican senator Ron Johnson put out a statement on Homeland Security letterhead. Saying, There's a
1: reporter asking uh, Joe Biden in 2020 about Ron Johnson.
9: Hunter Biden, together with other Biden family members, profited off the Biden name. Is there any legitimacy to Senator Johnson's claims?
5: None whatsoever. What would you like to say now?
10: The president ought to be ashamed of himself, but he has no shame. Of course. Uh,
5: he's part of a corrupt
1: uh, Biden family. See, I heard earlier in the program you guys were talking about... Uh, you know, why didn't the FBI tip off those intelligence officials? Yeah. Uh, the FBI was fully engaged all through 2020 of covering up for the Bidens. Yeah, 100 percent. 100 percent. The most corrupt you could ever imagine. The DOJ, the FBI, all of the, the letter agencies in Washington, D.C. need to be dissembled. The IRS, the DOJ, the FBI, the CDC, the HHS, the DHS, all of them. Because we are no longer their concern. We are their subjects. We are not citizens anymore. Look at how we're treated for crying out loud. While our money goes to D.C., and all of the cronies affiliated with the ruling class enrich themselves, you're in East Palestine, Ohio. You're in Baltimore. You're in Gary, Indiana unbelievable here is uh, Gary Shapley this is the uh, this is the uh, whistleblower for the IRS by the way the DOJ under the uh, order of Joe Biden fired everybody investigating Hunter Biden everybody who was on that case that ultimately ended up in a plea deal slap on the wrist that nobody else would get They've been fired, and here is Gary Shapley saying uh, all of this was election related before twenty twenty
7: between April and June of twenty twenty we uh We drafted an affidavit to excuse search warrant in a couple different locations, and the prosecutors at the time stated that probable cause had been achieved, but as we we moved closer to the election. Um, It just seemed like they kept putting it on the back burner and they eventually didn't allow us to do that search warrant, even though the legal requirements to execute that search warrant were met. Well, that kind of
1: sounds like election interference, don't it? Yep, it sure do. Yeah, it was election interference. They did it in 2016 with the Russia collusion hoax. They paid for it. Hillary Clinton paid the FBI. They did. It's without a doubt. And it's all coming out. I've got whistleblower audio and much more coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. Funny show in America,
0: on air and on the World wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show.
1: It is the last hour of The Rob Carson Show, and we have got a ton of stuff to get to, including lots of uh, red-hot whistleblower audio from Gary Shabley, the IRS uh, agent who uh, blew the whistle on $8.5 million from China, Ukraine, and Romania and uh, says there's no way to recoup the taxes owed on the income. Also, he admits that uh, Hunter Biden didn't pay his taxes. He did not pay his taxes when they were renewed. Somebody else did. So he even like sold influence when he had somebody pay off his tax bill. We'll get to that in a moment, but uh in case you hadn't heard the uh the Supreme Court has rejected affirmative action with regard to getting into universities like uh University of North Carolina and Harvard. And of course the race baiters are not happy about it, like Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton and Michelle Obama, by the way. Here's Jim Gossett as Al.
2: The Supreme Court ruled in their latest case, oh, colleges cannot use race, the determination on race information, they say that it's a case of discrimination, discrimination, (laughs) in reverse, it's perverse. It's a woke philosophy And the court just struck it down Me and Jesse don't know what to do Here's Jesse, by the way Why would the Supreme Court rule Oh, that you must earn your way into School, their explanation Causes me consternation Cause Jesse is a fan of discrimination Discrimination Discrimination. We abused it how we used it Set up quota systems instead of grace to get in school. Donald Trump just got another win. There you yeah, go. Thanks, Trump. Thanks for nothing.
1: There you go. <laughs> Let's go to Chris in Fort Worth on this Thursday. Chris, how you doing, my friend?
10: My man, Rob. It's Chris, <laughs> Catman Chris, Fortress Fort Worth. Yes. I'm a Panther City Tiger, and I love biology. Um, Hey, uh, before we get to the Biden corruption and the stinky work he's doing, I got to ask you, have you finished your bathroom project yet? It's been three weeks, man.
1: Well, you know, here's the deal. We got the tub in, we got the sink in. I've got to put up the artwork, I got to put up the shelving, and I got to put up the mirror. So that's my weekend.
10: Is it over budget or under
1: budget? Oh, it's way under budget. Oh, my God, we got a guy. And then also, uh, he didn't expect me to do all the demo. But I said, I'm going to pay somebody to have this fun. So I demoed it myself. Now, now I want to tell you this, Bob, or or, or Chris, I want to tell you this. You'll appreciate this as a man. Uh, My wife and my daughter got into a fight over who would get the inaugural bath, right? And my wife said, (laughs) right? All right, so my wife said, uh, "I'm I'm the mama, all right, and I'm paying for it. So you're second. But you know what I got? I got the inaugural, you know you know the <laughs> throne about a, about a, there was no arguing over the inaugural you know throne visit no no and it was glorious would, by the way i would it was, not get between your daughter and your wife I don't no i would I, I would not and you know what it was so glorious i didn't even a, need a magazine this morning i just went in there and just just it was like i was the king of the world it was it was spectacular anyway well, go ahead
3: well, let, me you,
10: let me tell you a project that's way over budget It's here in Panther City. Remember, Panther City is Fort Worth. And we did the Panther Island project. Chris Alcedo and I discussed this on the radio when he he was with WVAP. And this project started in 2004. It's still not completed. It's 2023. And there's no water under the bridges, the three bridges they built, because they haven't even begun drudging. And I'm like, but what when is it gonna be finished? Thirty twenty uh thirty five, twenty thirty? There's no
1: end to this. Yeah, it's a boondoggle. It's another big government boondoggle. You know what? We're becoming like you ever flown into Jamaica or Mexico? You go into an airport and they're always under construction. They're always looking like hell holes. That's kind of the way America's yeah. becoming. They never get it done.
10: Oh, we've become a third world nation. But let's uh, get the Biden crime crime syndicate. Yeah, old damn Biden. Um, You know, as a Texan, uh, I'm a a very conservative, nation-loving man. Uh, I'm a Texan, and I'm an American. And uh, this corruption, they're they're talking about the bribery right now? Shit, we uh, got—excuse me, I did not mean to— Go ahead, that's right, go ahead. Oh, God. No, that's right, go ahead. But but we're getting invaded. My state is being under invasion. Yeah. And the man is not protecting the national security of the nation. Yeah, and his son and his brother—they're just taking bribes. So now we've become the Chinese lapdog. Oh, yeah. We're subservient to the Chinese, yeah. and they're building Cuban uh, uh, bases, uh, surveillance, or maybe release bacteria on us. You know, by and we're just kicking back with Biden. I'm not. I, I'm not he's got to go.
1: Yeah, I, I agree, Chris. I agree. And uh, and I don't think he's going to make it through his term. And I think it's time for Americans to be angry and demand, uh, and demand that this man be removed from office. He, there are uh, abundant reasons to remove this man from office, whether it be his broken brain and his inability to be able to do what he does cognitively, and then his decades of corruption in Washington, D.C., uh, the open border. I can go on and on. He needs to go, and the American people aren't going to stand for it anymore. I got to run. Thanks for the call, bro. This this is Josh Hawley talking about the, and you know, this is, it never before has the line between us and them been more broad than it is right now. And now we know our DOJ is weaponized against a party, not only the leader of a movement, Donald Trump, but also the people who support him and the country is founded. That's why the FBI last, you know, when, when Joe Biden took office, the FBI suddenly out of nowhere, the OJ said, oh, yeah, white supremacy is the number one terrorist threat. And what did Joe Biden say? Uh, well, uh, Trump supporters are white supremacists. You see what I mean? We're MAGA fascists. We're enemies of democracy. You see what I mean? As Voltaire said once you believe absurdities, you'll commit atrocities. So if you're convinced that the other side is white supremacist, mega-fascist, in in, uh, enemies of democracy, that means you can kill them. You can do anything to them. You can put them in jail, like the January the 6th protesters. That's how dangerous this is. Here is Josh Hawley talking about the sweetheart deal for the, for the spoiled little boy that is Hunter Biden.
8: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a total sweetheart plea deal. By the way, the Justice Department's own guidelines that were still posted online as of last night yeah. say shouldn't happen. They say that you're not, it, he doesn't qualify people in his position, criminals in his position. He
1: should, according to DOJ guidelines, go to prison for what he has done, like so many have.
8: Don't qualify for this kind of a plea deal, plea deal with a felon in possession the firearm charge, let alone the tax evasion. But can you believe that after all of this evidence about potential bribery, money laundering, that he gets a plea deal for tax evasion, something that nobody else seems to have gotten while they have 87,000 IRS agents going after working people, honest people. It's incredible.
1: You know who uh, Hunter Biden is? He's Percy from Shawshank Redemption, that spoiled little brat who thinks he can get away with anything. Finally, he gets a little what fur. I think you know what I'm talking about. He's Percy from, from Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Oh, this is John Kennedy. This is John Kennedy, the great John Kennedy, not John F., but the senator, John F. Kennedy, talking about the, the Hunter
10: Biden laptop and special treatment. Fact number one is that the American people are entitled to know if their president is a thief. Yes. Now, I'm not saying that the president is or isn't. I am. I don't know, but they sure are acting defensively. Oh, yeah. Mr. Hunter Biden's laptop not changed everything. I know the many members of the media and the president themselves uh, tried to suppress it, but it changed everything. The other, uh, the other factors that have changed a lot have been the whistleblowers.
1: Yeah, and I'm going to tell you what, for anybody who has gone to jail for political reasons, like many of the January the Sixers, uh, they need their comeuppance. They need to be released and they need to be replaced by the people who put them there this is uh interview last night gary shapley did with uh, brett bear of all things i didn't see it in real time because i don't watch fox news in real time but uh this is uh the whistleblower talking about um about the uh the connection between the doj and special treatment for the biden family
7: concerning hunter biden i feel like we have a very good grasp on on the income flows yes absolutely it was was around 8.3 million in from 2014 to 2019.
6: Wow. How many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've
7: never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. And as far as the president's involvement in that, we weren't allowed to ask questions about that. What? We weren't allowed to ask about the big guy. We weren't allowed to and include uh, uh, certain names and document requests and search warrants so um, you know we were precluded from following that line of questioning.
1: Oh wow that's pretty interesting. you can't refer to the president even though the president is at center all of this. Wow that is third world corruption. This is uh, uh, mr. Uh, mr. Shapley talking about who actually paid hunters
7: taxes Sure well to say he paid is a misnomer right because it was a individual Patrick Morris that he met at a campaign finance event and then he immediately starts wow. giving Hunter Biden money wow. to pay off tax debts to pay living expenses the money that was that was given to Hunter Biden by Morris was showed up on his tax returns as a loan to him oh, yeah. so when you have a person that you meet at a campaign finance event then he's all, all, all of a sudden given you millions of dollars and now it's a loan to you. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that the, the, the subject paid those taxes.
1: Yeah, now listen to this. Listen out the, uh, of the investigation into criminality of Hunter Biden is very obvious with uh, uh, these uh, suspicious activity reports, millions of dollars into LLCs, money coming in from our enemies, no services rendered, by the way, just money. How they hobbled the pursuit of uh, of the law.
7: And we were trying to follow the normal process. We were trying to get to the bottom of it. And ultimately, you know, if it was going to lead to another individual, you know, we should follow that to uh, to determine what is actually happening. Um, but you know, there were definitely hindrances that like I've never what? seen before in my 14 years. Really? Concerning this investigation, that didn't allow us to follow through on investigation of, uh, of, of of any other individual to include president biden wow when prosecutors don't allow you to put the subject's name on document requests wow or on, or on search warrants then his name will be will not be spoken like voldemort you know it raises the possibility that there's more information out there we didn't find but um but based on all of the financial records that we did find you know, they've been they've been analyzed.
1: Now, despite uh, Joe 8.3 Biden.
7: 8.3 million he received.
1: Yeah, 8.3 million there. Just from China, just from China. Um, uh, you know, Joe Biden always talks about pay your fair share. Pay your fair share, man. But uh, Hunter, he owed a lot of money to the government.
7: You know, the mo- And still does. Most substantive uh, uh, felony charges were, were left off the table. Which would have been what? Which would have been uh, evasion for wow. 14, false return for 18 yeah. and 2019. So as of right now, in the
1: every person who has been convicted and sentenced for what Hunter Biden did needs to be released.
7: How about that? How about them apples? Information that that's been out there in the public. It uses a term in excess of a hundred thousand dollars for twenty. 20- I'm not
1: about talking about violent crimes. I'm talking about the same thing, avoiding tax.
7: Why not? Seventeen, separately for twenty eighteen the true number is five hundred What about
1: all the uh, the kids who are jailed for not properly getting a handgun now of course anybody committed an act of violence but I mean I'm sure there are a lot of people in jail because maybe they they went across state lines they didn't have the concealed carry permit in the next state
7: things like that eighty thousand dollars of uh, failure to pay for 2017 is six hundred twenty thousand for 2018 you Got this document Puts it close to one hundred thousand.
1: Now coming up, uh, John Solomon, one of the best uh, uh, reporters you could ever imagine, uh, got a hold of this phone number that uh, Hunter Biden was paying for for years. He's paying for it under the counter. It was an AT and T unmarked phone, and John Solomon got the number and decided to call it. I'm going to tell you who answered the phone. Coming up, this is the Rob Carson Show. Back in a sec.
0: Bulldoze the swamp, pave it over, and start again.
1: It's the wild wow Carson show I committed an act of sacrilege I said that Percy was in Shawshank Redemption Percy was in Green Mile Oh Carson come on man you're slipping here Morgan Freeman would be very upset He'd be like everybody knows that Percy was not in Shawshank Redemption I was in Shawshank Redemption Me and Andy Dufresne. Yeah, he was in Green Mile. That's what he was. Green Mile. Percy. That's who Hunter Biden is. He's Percy. He really, I mean, spoiled, entitled child, given a position, acting like he can walk on water, can get away with anything. You know, yeah, he's Percy. And about as likable as Percy. Oh, real quick. Um, It's pretty funny. Uh, John Solomon, who's an incredible journalist, he's got this uh, wonderful uh, website called Just the News. Uh, There was a government phone that uh, Hunter was paying for, and it was $300 a month. It was a global phone you could access anywhere in the world, and the phone number and account information were actually uh, posted. Peter Schweizer said he shared that phone number with people over at the House Oversight Committee, and uh, John Solomon got a hold of it, and he decided to give it a call. When it was turned over from the FBI,
10: there had been some documents that law enforcement had gotten to other me, and one of those documents got leaked to me, and it had a cell phone number that Hunter Biden was paid for. So I figured, well, this is my chance. Maybe I can. I've been trying to get fair comment from Hunter Biden, so I'm going to call the cell phone. So I yeah. called the cell phone, and guess who picked up the phone? Who?
1: Oh, boy. Joe Biden. Joe Joe Biden. What?
10: <laughs> boy, was he shocked when he got uh, when he picked up the phone and found out it was me. He hung up pretty quickly. You know what
1: I would have done? I would have done a fake uh, bad Chinese accent and said, hey, man, did you get the money we sent you? Just going to say, hey, 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 I'm not going to do the pigeon Chinese cliche because I'll be, you know, considered to be a racist or whatever. But but you, you just do a little Chinese accent and say, hey, man, I just want you to know if you got the money. Did you get the money? Okay. Well, you're going to continue doing that stuff where you you know you you make the United States energy dependent and you sell all your farmland to us and everything. Keep that going, will you? Will you keep doing that? I'd really appreciate that. Yeah. You kind of wonder, you know, what, what China's going to do with all this stuff. And then, then it was kind of funny. I see this uh, interview Eric Bowling did with this Mark Morana guy and uh, last night, and he's talking about, uh, you know, China, what's, what's, what's in it for China? Uh, for instance, uh, one of the things that, that Joe Biden didn't do, I believe, because of a response to being paid for by China, that he, uh, he let the COVID thing go. He let China create this virus we paid for and never held China accountable. Cha ching,
6: anybody? absolutely china this was the perfect place to host the world economic forums summer davos
1: oh by the way uh, china is hosting a summer economic forum and i want you to listen to all the love that the globalists have for communist
6: china why because klaus schwab Praised China at this event. He praised their lockdowns. He praised the vaccine mandates, the huh. QR codes of food, the barricading of people in homes. He praised China's response to COVID. Now,
1: and and Joe Biden, he did China light over here. Kind of, kind of makes you think that maybe he
6: was emulating his uh, his leaders. What did COVID in 2020 bring them in March of 2020? It brought Chinese-style one-party rule to the once-free West. They were able to close schools, businesses, issue stay-at-home orders, cancel weddings, funerals, surgical procedures without a single vote, without a single ounce of democracy. That is why the World Economic Forum loves COVID lockdowns. That is why they love China. Well,
1: that's kind of interesting because I've been saying that we've been undergoing a Maoist takeover for a while now. Here's a little bit more from mark morano
6: no in fact when president obama got us into the united nations paris climate agreement We made the most stringent commitments. China was given a complete pass. They basically said, we're going to do our own trajectory of when we're going to hit peak emissions and we'll decline. China's doing nothing. In fact, China's laughing at the West because the more we go with the green agenda, electric cars, solar wind, what does that mean? We're more and more dependent on China. Uh What's happening in medical care? American Cancer Society worried about the carbon footprint of cancer care.
1: Um, If that's the case, Uh, American Cancer Society, you better get right or you're going to lose a lot of donations.
6: Then we face cancer drug shortages. Who comes to the rescue? China, oh. and then of course, instead of going after uh, you know the absurd climate agenda, we're now banning pizza ovens or restricting pizza yeah. ovens yeah. in New York City to reduce our emissions. Pizza, we have Mark, yeah, It's all about payback,
1: baby. Bought and paid for. Joe Biden's bought and paid for. He got a lot of things he needs to fulfill before he leaves office. Everybody knows that. That's why uh, I believe that that uh, Diane Feinstein's still in office. We're watching her die in office because. So she been bought and paid for to the end of her term by God. She better fulfill that promise. I'm just thinking out loud. Coming up, uh, a, a church recites the Sparkle Creed. Yeah. And uh, New York becomes a sanctuary tape state for transgendered. Bob and Parkville, you're up next as well. It's the Rob Carson Show.
4: Big news from the app world. Millions have downloaded the Newsmax app. It's one of the most popular apps on both iPhones and Android devices. Plus, it's free. So go to your app store now and you'll get easy access to Newsmax.com for top news. Plus, you can watch Newsmax TV anytime, anywhere. And remember to sign up for app notifications so you never miss a breaking news alert from Newsmax. Download the free app now. Takes just seconds. Newsmax TV. Watch us anytime, anywhere.
0: To all the Brandons out there, we salute you and say, let's go, Brandon. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: It is the Rob Carson Show. So, Vanna White of Wheel of Fortune has hired a powerful attorney. Do you know why? Because uh, she's made $3 million a year for the last 18 years, and Pat Sajak made $15 million, and uh, she hadn't had a raise in 18 years. No, I'm serious. According to Puck News, White, uh, White hired attorney Brian Friedman, uh, Friedman whose uh, client list includes Tucker Carlson, Megan Kelly, Gabrielle Union, Chris Harris, and other TV personalities. Uh, he especially is resolving conflicts between talents and networks who employed him. She hasn't gotten a pay raise in 18 years. She's gotten some uh, bonuses and whatnot, I guess, for turning the letters correctly. Which is what she does. But anyway, uh, yeah, 18. And i got to tell you, as someone in broadcasting, and I have been for a very long time, uh, that's the way it is in broadcasting. It's sickening. I, I mean, I'm mean, i unveiling. I'm pulling back the Band-Aid here. But I've, I've seen it. I've seen morning shows in major markets that have a male lead and female cast member. Female cast member makes bupkis. The main dude is the dude who always gets the money. And that, that, uh, that goes with every, everything from morning zoos to urban shows to hot AC shows to whatever. Generally, the dude makes the money. Just, I'm being I've seen it. I've seen it. Maybe things have changed. But I got to tell you, and this is, the, I'm going to tell you right now. One of the reasons and I'm not meaning to be exclusive but I, I generally like to hire or have people fill in on the show who I think are A, incredibly talented, and B deserve a shot that they weren't getting in some ways. Uh, I was that person. It took Chris Ruddy, the guy who owns Newsmax, a guy who he's not a radio guy who heard me and went, "Oh my god. Who is it?" And he calls me at the car dealership and he says, "Rob Carson. Yeah, yeah, who's this? You, you calling about that Honda XLE or that that uh that uh, Toyota uh, Highlander XLE?" No, no, no. I'm the I'm the president of Newsmax Television. Oh, okay. All right. Rob, where you been? I said, "Well, I've been in an abusive relationship with radio for 20 years because you know, when you've been in a business for so long, a lot of people think they know Who you are, what you are, what you're capable of. They've already made up their mind. I was a music jock in Washington, D.C. for nine years, in a miserable, stuck in afternoon drive, told every year you're gonna move to mornings, you're gonna make a lot more money, all of this. And and you know, so I lived through that. And and so I've I've seen this. I, I know what it's like. So I bring people, you know, like Mary Walter comes in and fills in. You know why I have Mary Walter fill in? Because I love Mary Walter, what she does. I love her take. And I also realize that in talk radio, it's a real B word to be a woman. Because frequently in broadcasting, whether you're a sidekick on a morning show or whatever, you're going to be Ginger Rogers. You're going to do what the main host does backwards and in heels. That's the way it is in broadcast. I don't know where it is, where you are. Maybe you, But I'm going to tell you, one of the places still that this exists is broadcasting. Maybe it's changed. But what I have seen of it, generally, the dude makes more money. Um, Like I said, maybe it's changed. uh, But I I have witnessed it. So uh, Vanna White, I realize all she does is turn letters and all that stuff. But people like Vanna White. People watch Wheel of Fortune. Because of Pat Sajak and Vanna White. They do. They do. You've got to give Vanna some credit. All right? I know that what she does is like looks good, flips letters. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, no pay raise for 18 years? Really? But you want to keep your job, you'll keep making the same amount. Well, okay, but I mean, I, I made the same... La- uh yeah. It's just the way it is. We'll see. We'll see. And if you're in broadcasting now and you've seen otherwise, I mean, I've just seen it. i just seen it. Maybe things have changed. I, I hope so. I hope so. But I've seen it in the past. Let's go to Bob in Parkville. He's been holding for a while. Bob, my friend, I'm sorry to keep you holding. My brother, what's on your mind today?
3: Oh, good afternoon. I uh, want to applaud you for your show. You've got an excellent show. You really do. Thank you, sir. I'm, I am in my 80s. I've seen a good, I know. good, and ugly about my country. My country has been good. It's made terrible mistakes, but we turned around and corrected those mistakes to the best of our ability.
1: It's about what becoming a more perfect union is all about.
3: But I'll tell you this. Yeah. During the 50s, Dwight I was president of the United States, and I was proud to be a member of the United States military at the same time. He was my commander-in-chief. I was stationed in tech school after I got a basic training in Montgomery, Alabama. I was almost 19 years old. I finished number one in my class, uh, Portland, a medic. Yeah. And uh, what I saw when Dr. King was there in Montgomery, and how he was treated and how black people were treated by the majority of the whites, these rednecks. That Supreme Court decision in 54, it was in May, it came down nine to nothing, nothing in favor of the black people. Mm-hmm. Board, the board it says it was Topeka, Kansas, and the education and all that. Well, three years later, the first crisis arose about this. Who is, who, who is going to enforce a white president and enforce that ruling? Well, Eisenhower did. Yeah. Governor Faubus took those National Guard troops and put them under his command. Yeah. Well, Eisenhower got word of it. Mm-hmm. And what did he do? He sent down roughly 300 United State Marshals, and he sent down and he federalized that National Guard, and 100 Air Force, 101st uh, came down, I believe it was from Georgia, and Phallus was done. He was yeah. cooked. My yeah. Like Eisenhower, he went to Motorlock, went uh, because Phallus uh, had said these, uh, he used the N word and we're kids, will never get in this all-white school. And Eisenhower said, after all he did, what are you going to do now, Faubus?
1: And he never opened his mouth now bob uh, um, and and I, I appreciate the story yeah. but uh, you know you know you know i admitted earlier i said to you i said the democrats were the ones who stood in schoolhouse doors cuz they wanted to keep black kids from being educated the jim crow, yeah. then then they got out of the way then then when they were forced to allow but what they did is they allowed the schools to go to crap so the kids were still disadvantaged the 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 democrat party's been racist from the get go from the slavery to crap, jim crow friend. to all of
3: this what the picture's crap.
1: Yeah, the Dixiecrats,
3: exactly. Lyndon All right, Johnson my- was one of them. Yep, yep. Lyndon get- Johnson was one of them. The Democratic Party was one who put, put up the Jim Crow laws and enforced it, even, yep. even by tolerating lynching.
1: Yep. Yeah. Bob, I gotta Bob, I got to run. Bob, no, I didn't. But thanks for the phone call. I do appreciate it. Uh, you know, and that's and we've all heard Johnson was uh, was a racist. Uh, the great society destroyed the black nuclear family, among other things. So honestly, this whole uh, ruling from the Supreme Court today, not allowing affirmative action, uh, instead of waiting until college to be the great equalizer, how about make the schools better, the primary schools better, give kids in inner cities a chance and a hope, and a decent education. And also, I might add, uh, it's time for people to step up and and say what's acceptable and not acceptable as far as behavior is concerned, as far as theft is concerned, as far as crime is concerned. Uh, there's a lot of cultural rot that has happened. And and honestly, uh, I think we've reached our end. Even in even in, uh, in in inner cities, people are just done with this crime and this nonsense, and, and it doesn't have to happen. It doesn't have to happen. But uh, it's got to start a hell of a lot earlier than college. I'm going to tell you right now. Let's move on to other things. Let's talk about uh, uh, gender transitioning, shall we? Yeah. Drag shows, stuff like that. Including Google banning a drag show. Here's Jim Gossett.
2: Sometimes it's hard
1: to be a woman. I, 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 I wouldn't know. I I no. know.
2: When you sound and look just like a man. It would be hard. That kid, Dylan. Dylan, yeah, Mulvaney. Is really killing. $26 billion in losses. But lighting away, they hadn't planned. And now let's hear the chorus. Stand by your trance. ba ba Who says he's now? A female He looks more like a shemale. That's misinformation The girl with something extra It's offensive Stand by your trance Yes, so what? Dylan needs more than makeup Yeah He puts on all the blush he can
1: New York Governor Kathy Hochul signed legislation into law that has made the state a sanctuary for those who have illegally given children sex change, drugs, hormones, and surgeries. So, uh, uh, Dr. Mingala can come to New York and uh, seek sanctuary. Yeah, I I use that intentionally because if you believe that four-year-olds can change their gender and you put them on hormone blockers and you put them on uh, mutilative surgery when they become preteens, you are uh, very Minglesque. I'll use an example. Let's say you take a four-year-old and all the adults around this four-year-old tell this four-year-old, hey, I know you really like Superman. You are Superman. And that little 4 year olds going to go, I am Superman. And one of, the, uh, one of the people, they go and buy him a Superman outfit. And they, they put him on, and, they, and he wears his Superman outfit. And everybody around him calls him Superman. And they let him watch Superman movies and say, you are Superman. And then one of those adults decides to take that little boy up to the top of a building and say, hey, little boy, you are Superman. Jump off the building. What do you suppose that four-year-old is going to do? Well, there's probably a real good chance he's going to jump off the building. That's the same pathos that pushes children to believe that they are the opposite gender. It's the same dangerous mentality that is injurious mentally and physically to a child who will wake up in their 20s and go, Dear God in heaven, I want to have children, but I don't have breasts and ovaries anymore. Are you out of your mind? Here's Donald Trump uh, on the stump this uh, week talking about what happens with this transgender woke nonsense when he becomes the president.
10: I will immediately sign a new executive order to cut federal funding for any school pushing critical race theory, transgender insanity, and other inappropriate racial, sexual, or political content on our children. As I said, I will keep men out of women's sports, and I will sign a law prohibiting child sexual mutilation in all 50 states. Boom! Can you believe it? Listen to this. Now, can you believe you have to say that? Yeah. I'm going to sign a law to prohibit child sexual mutilation. Can you imagine saying that 15 years ago? People would look around. What the hell is, what's he talking about? Yeah. That's taking place in our country. Yeah. It's, it's
1: insane what's going on. It is absolutely insane. But now the radical left, and thank God Pride Month is over, not because I'm a homophobe. I'm just tired of my face being stuck in this crap all the time. But, you know, they really crossed, this year, they crossed the border into sacrilege. Uh, The Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence doing strip teases on a a figure of Christ on the cross, being honored at Dodger Stadium. And this, Edina Community Lutheran Church. I used to live in Minneapolis. I wouldn't live there today, not only because of the weather, because... Minneapolis is over, thanks to the radical left, where I lived in Uptown for years, burned down during the BLM riots, radical leftists in charge up there, ridiculous. And I'll tell you what, if your church does this, find another church. But uh, one of the pastors at Adina Community Lutheran Church uh, asked those in the sanctuary to confess our faith today to the words of the Sparkle Creed which is a radical variation of the Apostles' Creed, I want you to listen to this and try not to have your head explode. This is a member of the clergy.
9: I invite you to rise in body or spirit and let us confess our faith today in the words of the Sparkle Creed. I believe in the non-binary God whose pronouns are plural. I believe in Jesus Christ, their child,
1: who- Can you believe that a uh, congregation would repeat this?
9: Wore a fabulous tunic and had two dads and saw.
1: He says Jesus or God was non-binary and Jesus had two dads.
9: Everyone as a sibling child of God. I believe in the rainbow spirit who shatters our image of one white light and refracts it into a rainbow of gorgeous. Look
1: at all the things that the left is. Proclaiming as God, climate change, this.
9: diversity. I believe in the church of everyday saints as numerous, creative, and resilient as patches on the ace quilt, whose feet are grounded in mud and whose eyes gaze at the stars in wonder. I believe in the calling to each of us, Yeah, you know what? I'd get
1: this one time. I'd get this this liturgy, you know, uh, on me one time, and I'd say, uh, "Let that collection plate pass me by, and I will never be back." Let's take a break. This is the Rob Carson Show.
0: If the left tells you to quiet down, get louder it's the rob carson show
1: you know the uh, mantra that i've had about kids walking out of class to protest and all this and colleges and whatnot and demanding that conservative speakers be shut down and all that my mantra uh sorry if you're offended is get your asses to your classes you are not in the position to demand anything as a student of this institution you are entitled to an education we will give you that But as far as demanding that professors be fired because they protest CRT, no, get to your classes, shut your mouth. Akron Public Schools decided that the district is going to get rid of cell phones, student cell phones, buh-bye during the day. You want to walk out? You want to raise a a pitch of fit? Too bad, so sad. But that's what we're going to do. Here is the uh, news report, which should be done at every school around the country
11: uh, from Akron almost anywhere kids go to school these days. Screen time is just too high. Cell phones have become part of the classroom experience.
10: Cell phones for different reasons, negatively impact
5: uh, a lot of our kids.
11: At Akron Public Schools, they found phones were also connected to the challenges students face, bullying, distractions, oh, yeah. and mental health issues. Oh yeah. and They
6: kept coming back to the same thing, a cell phone, a cell phone, a cell phone.
11: Steve Thompson says that's what led the district to a pilot program.
6: This is a yonder pouch.
11: Students in select schools were required to lock their phones into a yonder pouch. A yonder That they would pouch. carry with them until the end of the day. I love this. When these locked unlocking
10: mechanisms are hung in. So
1: they got these things like, you know, when you go buy a pair of pants at uh, you know Kohl's or whatever, and it's got that, that ink dye packet on it, and you got to have them take it off before you go. And if you try to take it off, it'll blow up all over you. It's kind of like that without the ink dye, You can't use the phone until it's unlocked when you leave school. I love this.
8: High school hallways and middle school
10: hallways. They take their yonder bag, click it, it opens,
11: and off they go. A survey with nearly 200 teachers found 96% agreed that students are more productive when their phone is in a pouch. Yeah, it's
1: called a yonder patch you guys in uh in kentucky where i used to live it's completely different than the yonder patch you're talking about you're thinking yonder patch it's that place over there where they planted them pumpkins no that's it's a it's a pouch you put your phone in
6: I would submit to you yeah. that this is an effective
1: yonder patch
11: 77 percent of parents told the district they believe there are negative effects to using phones in schools but nearly half also said cell phone use how about we do this for restaurants
1: how about that too Uh, I think more restaurants would say, you know what? Honestly, I don't think you need to take picture of your food. And I do that. My wife and I went out to dinner the other night. We never go out to dinner because I like to cook and I can cook really well. And so a lot of times we go to restaurants. It's like, "Eh, it's all right. You know, when you, I've been cooking forty five years. So, but you know, I took a picture of food, and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Can we just eat the meal? think we ought to do a little bit of both (laughs) I think we ought to do a little bit of both get rid of the phones at schools absolutely duh and you know what if you need to talk to your friend pass a note like we used to just pass a note all right schools are a distraction they're a tool for bullying and they're awful Uh, in school I should say Uh, and most of the time out of school as well (laughs) let's take a break and come back this is the Rob Carson Show Hey, guys, if you get a chance to check out the podcast and share it with others of today's show, just go to Newsmax.com slash listen, Newsmax.com slash listen. Have a glorious day. I will see you tomorrow for a big old TGIF. In the meantime, do not catch the stupid. See you then.